Mayor Brian Bowman joins me now. Good afternoon, Mayor Bowman. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Uh, we had a, a really positive announcement I just heard on the news with the Premier and with uh, members of Parliament, Terry Duguid and uh, Kevin Lamoureux. So $538 million to modernize public transit. So today was a good day. That is a positive announcement, and uh, we appreciate yeah. you sharing that as well. And we did get that in the news. Unfortunately, we do have yeah. to talk about the, the negative aspects of the news, too. So I appreciate you joining me. Yeah. First of all, yeah, of course. just the massive rise in, um, in violent crime, the string of crimes, the attack on the Ukrainian refugee at the Forks. And, and with all due respect, I, I've just been wondering myself, and I keep hearing from our listeners, why haven't you spoken yet? So can I just start by asking you what, what has taken so long for you to join us today? Well, uh, CGOB asked on Tuesday, and I was out in Shoal Lake on Tuesday, and so this is the first opportunity I've had since the request was made. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and, and to chat about a, a pretty important topic for listeners and for our community. Well, let, let's get back to the topic overall then, uh, Mayor yeah. Bowman. Uh, wh- what is what is your thoughts? What are your views on, on what we're seeing in our city crime and, and violent crime-wise? <clears throat> Well, it it underscores the need for us to continue to be focused on building a safer community and trying to ensure that the right resources are being deployed at the right time. Um, So much of these issues, and again, with some of these more recent incidents, I, I haven't been briefed, nor do I receive regular briefings from the police on the specific incidents. So I'm making my comments kind of at a macro general level, but so many of the issues that we see in our community, um, uh, you know, are where provincial or, or other systems aren't providing the supports for people that that they need. Uh, mental health, addictions, families in crisis, as an example. And the call that people make is to 911 and, and police resources get deployed. Uh, over half of the, the calls for service that the police respond to are for those kinds of situations. They're for situations where uh, there's families in crisis, addictions, mental health, and um, and of course that's the that's the number that's called. So, what I'm hoping we can see is is police getting back to core policing responsibilities and make the most efficient use of the resources that they already have to ensure that the right resources are responding at the right time. And how do they do that? Like, what what are we yeah. the public, you know, seeing these attacks, hearing about more foot patrols, police saying they need more resources? How do we make that happen? Well, I, a couple things. Um, firstly, the the police do difficult and dangerous work, and and deserve our appreciation. Um, members of the Winnipeg Fire and Paramedic Service as well do very difficult and dangerous work. Um, we've ensured, as a council, within the framework of the multi-year balanced budget, that the police resources have increased, and and they've increased every year. They're at historic levels. Um, but there's other things that we need to do in the community to make sure that we're more effectively dealing with the root causes of crime. And so that's where, you know, the investments in, in recreation, libraries, those sorts of things help. But also when, when it comes to the police resources, the Bloomberg Harvard Initiative, this is something where I was secured international support from the Bloomberg Harvard Initiative. And, and to the credit of the police, they have been open and supporting um, a pilot, which is which is currently being deployed right now, and this is the Alternative Response to Citizens in Crisis, or ARC, uh, pilot program. And so what the police are doing is they have partnered with Shared Health, uh, a crisis response center, and um, what, they're, what they're doing is, is piloting a co-response model to address 911 calls that require additional supports for people experiencing a mental health crisis. And the hope is, is that 
through what they're going to be able to learn through that pilot program, that we can ensure that police are freed up to respond to core policing matters. But you got to do it in a thoughtful way because when, when somebody's, uh, you know, involved in a mental health crisis, um, you, you need to make sure that, that you're being smart about, about protecting everybody's safety. And that's what the police are doing and working collaboratively with shared health. Okay, I, 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 I understand that. Sorry to cut you off. I understand that. But yeah. what, are we, what do we do about the stabbings at the forks? Like, I understand the, the overall underlying issues of why we're rising, but I, I don't, like, I think we need some answers on what we do now about people getting stabbed at the forks several times in a matter of 10 days. Yeah, I think, I think like I said, on specific incidences, that's where the police police are, are, are best equipped to respond to that because I haven't been briefed, nor do I receive regular briefings from the police. And so I expect that the police will be available to, to speak to those directly. Okay, can, um, I, can I get your opinion then? Because we've reached out to the police several times and we've been told not until next week when, when the stats come out. Is that acceptable to you as mayor that, that you know, it's, it's going to be over a week and a half, probably two weeks since those stabbings have happened and yet no response? Yeah, I'm, I, my preference would be for the, the, the chief and or, or police um, spokespeople to be available uh, sooner than that. But uh, we don't and, you know, we don't direct the operations of the police. We're prohibited from <laughs> under the provincial legislation from directing the operations of the police service. So if you're asking me my my thoughts, my preference would be to be available sooner and and respond to these. I, I'm happy to to do my best in, in a broader context uh, to be available to, to have this discussion. Sure. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. And I, and I appreciate yeah. you're wearing the mayor hat right now. And I, I like what you said there um, about asking you your thoughts. Cause I do, cause I, you know, a couple of years ago when we were named the most racist city, I was, I was really taken by your comments on that and how it affected you personally. So I want to ask okay. maybe on a personal level, um, uh, of what you address to our, 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 you know, the citizens of Winnipeg and, and how you yourself and your family are feeling about what's going on in our city crime-wise and violent crime-wise right now. Yeah. You know, as, as mayor, you, you do feel like when, you, when incidents happen in our community, I mean, some of these more recent ones we're learning through the news are, are affecting uh, refugees, people who are fleeing from violence. And, and, and this community is rallying behind Ukraine. We're rallying behind newcomers and, and it's, it's just, it's a horrible situation. And so as mayor, you, you feel that when, when there are public safety issues, even though, you know, I'm not the police and we're, we're not directly involved in the operations of police service. I definitely feel it just as an individual. And I think Winnipeggers do as well. We all want a safer community. I know when I talk about other levels of government, uh, when I'm talking about the premier or the prime minister, I know they share uh, those thoughts as well, that we want to build a safer, more inclusive community. As a family, I, I feel safe in Winnipeg and I feel safe uh, visiting downtown with my children and with my wife. We we come downtown regularly. I come down every day for work. Um, but we need to obviously do more to continue to build a safer, more inclusive community. And if there was a one, you know, one, one thing we could do to solve crime, um, we'd do it. And I know every community around the world would say that as well. But, you know, from what we're doing here at City Hall, it's providing historic levels of funding to police so they have, they have the resources to be able to deploy where they need them to be deployed, and they make those decisions. But there's also things that we can do, whether it's the illicit drug strategy, the community safety crime prevention program that I, that I led on during the last election. There's a lot of things we, we should be doing, and there's more. there will be more thoughts that I'm sure others will have, 
even during the course of this campaign. And we should be open to those ideas as well. And I'll get you to put your mayor's head back on now, and I appreciate sure. uh, you you weighing in on that. So what is your message to the people? Because I know you said like you and your family feel safe, but I've been hearing for yeah. days now that, that even people in South Point have had incidents. People don't feel safe. We had a listener say that he usually catches the bus out to Folk Fest tonight, but he doesn't want to come back downtown after midnight, so he's just going to drive. What do you say to the citizens that don't feel safe right now? Well, firstly, I would say, you know, we want to continue to support the Winnipeg Police Service. Uh, You know, they've got powers that no other organization has uh, to make arrests, uh, to to do the the difficult, dangerous work that they do. But we also have to make sure we're building safer communities and and helping uh, ensure we have healthier people. And that's where mental health, addictions, families in crisis, these are areas of provincial responsibility. Uh, We want to make sure that we're supporting the outcomes uh, that uh, that we all want to see as a community, and and it does take a community to uh, to support each other. And so the the community safety and crime prevention program. I mean, that's something that has helped. You know, there's been 69 initiatives. Uh, they've helped with funding things like cameras, security lighting, communications equipment, foot patrols. All of these things are important. We need to continue to be open minded as a community about what we can continue to do to build a safer community. But you know, it, it's difficult to respond because I know we're, we're having this con- and, I, and I do appreciate having the, the time to have this conversation because these are not easy issues to tackle. Um, but it's difficult when there's specific incidences that galvanize the community and understandably so um, without having the, the details that the police have. So hopefully the police will be available soon to, to provide you with with some more information. And finally, I just want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Mayor Bowman, so I'm just saying that you feel the police service has enough funding and resources right now um, to to conquer this issue and and address it. It just, it's up to them to do it? I think, I think it's, yeah, that, I don't, I don't think I'd agree with that entirely. I, what I will say is they have more funding than they've ever had in the history of the city of Winnipeg. Um, We now have, certainty and and the police as well as other departments have certainty through four-year multi-year balanced budgets so they can predict and then deploy the resources where they need to go but the police can't do it all Uh, they can't be everywhere and that's where some of the other initiatives that we're working on to build a healthier community come in mind and and that's where obviously we want to see the outcomes in areas of of provincial jurisdiction we want to see those positive outcomes for for some of the things like mental health addictions families in crisis because there's only there's one number they call when when they need help, and it's 911, and it's municipal government, and so the police are responding as best they can, but they can't do it all. Well, I look forward to hearing from uh, Chief Danny Smythe, albeit next week. But I sincerely yeah. thank you yeah. for your time, Mayor Bowman, and and thank you for uh, weighing in on this topic. I appreciate it. Absolutely, nice talking with you, Jim. Have a good afternoon.